Happy International Drink a Beer Day, my friends. Uh, it is Tuesday, September 28, and it is International Drink a Beer Day. And what better day to drink some of the finest from Brisbane's Bacchus Brewing? Uh, I'm joined with my podcast family, Phil and Adzo. How are you, my friends? Hoi hoi, very well, mate. Uh, didn't even realise it was International Drink a Beer Day this time last year, but certainly could not have missed it this year. Very excited to be uh, trying out a couple of beers with you guys, having a little chat about it, and uh, and keeping it real. And uh, man, I'm going well, but I just have a quick question here: Is International Beer Day actually a fucking thing, or is that just every day? It's, it seems um, because- it seems a bit it seems like a bit of a, a mute point when you're in the middle of lockdown, doesn't it? During but it lockdown, is. it's just been a daily reality. Yeah. But you did say international, and I know there are some countries that aren't in lockdown. I think Dr. Kerry Chant was rattling off the number of beers in, in part of her press conference every day at eleven, but. Maybe there was some other number, I don't know. Oh, man, it's <laughs> nice to hear those press conferences finally got interesting. You know, I stopped paying attention a long time ago. I like to spend that time coughing on strangers. <laughs> That's very worrying, Adzo, because I've noticed the numbers have started to go down. So does that mean we're not drinking as much? Well, that's why we have a day like this, my friend. Got to get those numbers up. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. <laughs> so if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, uh, my name is uh, Tristan and together Phil, Adzo and myself, we are the Fat Team. Uh, we run a little podcast called the Freedman Podcast. Have a listen. Um, but today we're talking about uh, Bacchus Brewing's... Uh, well, we're, oh, let me start from the beginning. We have developed a little friendship with uh, Ross who owns Bacchus Brewing and I want to make note that this is not a paid sponsorship. We buy our beers, uh, so we can really say whatever the hell we want to say about them. Of course, we're still probably going to be nice because, you know, I always I always like to think <laughs> that if I was called up to, to be on jury and they say, you know, just say your prejudice against all races, I don't think I could actually do that in, no. in the heat of the moment. I, I, I'm too nice. I couldn't um, send anyone to jail. I'd be like, oh, I give him another <laughs> shot. He didn't mean it. <laughs> he looks. He looks like he's sorry. So no, this see, is not. See, personally, I'm much more concerned that um, if and when uh, Fortress Queensland ever lets its fucking border down and I can go home and see my family, I might get invited to Bacchus Brewing, and if I slam it too hard, Ross will just punch me in the face. <laughs> so because uh, we then know, name a beer after you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the the fist the fisted face beer, <laughs> dumb uh, cunt IPA. <laughs> It's uh, a little too accurate. You know, it's prison rules up in Queensland. We know this. <laughs> so so we are, um, we've, we've got a huge uh, dose of Bacchus brew in our fridges, which again um, is, is, is part of a partnership that we've got with Bacchus, but it involves us contributing cash to Bacchus. <laughs> so, uh, so if we were ever going to try and make money out of this podcast, we're going the wrong way. But whatever. Yeah. It's, all about, it's all, all about the fun of it. Um, it's all about the beer at the moment, mate, is what it's about. It is. So it, it, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, um, something that we like to do on the Freedman podcast regularly is uh, we like to celebrate a international day and we usually count down something that relates to that day. So when it was uh, International Pirate Day, we counted down our favorite pirates. Uh, when it was uh, International Dog Day, we counted down our favorite and worst dogs of all time. That was one of my favorite and, lists. And, and let us not forget the worst episode of all time, International Ocean Day, where we counted <laughs> down our favorite oceans. <laughs> the f- number five will surprise you. 
So, so um, <laughs> the fact that that actually triggered one of the more heated arguments on this podcast <laughs> about which one was the better ocean uh, was was actually one of my favourite moments. So it was uh, the actually irony, great. The irony. Yeah. And the Arctic Ocean can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> the Indian Ocean can fuck itself. <laughs> so, oh, okay. shit. Tristan, Tristan, yeah. bring us no, in. No. All right. So, we uh, so okay. So, the three of us are based in Sydney. So, we haven't really been able to spend an, a lot of time in person. Um, you know, well, you know, Adam and I got to catch up for a couple of beers this week, but apart in a, in a car park uh, at <laughs> night. We felt like halfway between our houses. (laughs) Desperation Um, calls. So we put our heads together and we thought, let's combine our 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 features here. So we're going to be drinking two beers, which we're about to go through. And while we do this, we're going to be counting down something that relates to the beer. So the two beers that we're drinking, uh, we're actually going pretty. We're starting off. So this is this is the first of a number of episodes that we've got uh, in line with Bacchus Brewing. So we're starting pretty light. And in light, I don't mean a light beer because we've gone down the path of such heavy beers in recent weeks. Um, we're starting off with Bacchus's, uh, I think, one of their first beers, which was their Queensland Ale. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, regular golden ale, which we've never tried before. And then we've gone a little bit more more exotic with their recently uh, released smoke and mounty, smoky bacon and maple ale. And that inspired us to think, all right, given that's International Beer Day, Given we're talking about Queenslanders, given we're talking about Canadians, let's count down our top three people, either Queenslanders or Canadians, that we'd like to share a beer with. So um, let's start with the beers themselves before we get into our countdown. I've cracked open. Now, we had a bit of a discussion before the pod started. I've opened both beers, uh, and I plan on kind of drinking both at the same time in a weird way. That's weird to me. I'm not sure you should be doing that. I agree, but it's International okay. Beer Day, so that's you do, all. You do, you, bro. <laughs> Any way you can get that beer into you, mate, you go right ahead. And the boys, I think, have started with the. So you guys have started with the Smoke and Mountie. I'm starting with the Queensland Ale, yep. uh, and uh, I'm going to go and have my first sip. I don't know if you guys have tried any of yours yet. Any initial thoughts off the tongue? Yeah, look, I've just opened mine. I've had the first couple of sips. Um, I'm definitely getting, you know, quite a, a big, bold flavor, like a stouty flavor. Not a lot of bacon flavor in the in the mouth, but you really get it in the nose. So if you take a big sniff on the uh, on the on the rim of that can, you're getting the smell kind of like those little bacon bits you used to get at the salad bar at Sizzler. That really bacony, you know, crusty, dry, kind of piggy smell. Not unpleasant at all. Also smells kind of like, you know, those uh, maybe cheese and bacon balls or bacon-flavoured chips. It's just a really strong bacon flavour. Not in any way smells like the bacon you cook for breakfast. It smells much more like that bacon flavour, that really punchy flavour. Adzo, we've talked about this. It's still have, too soon to talk I about Sizzler. I shouldn't have brought up Sizzler. I'm we can't, sorry. We can't. It's only been a year, Adzo. <laughs> it's only been a year. Phil and I tried desperately to get to uh, the Sizzlers in Sydney before it closed, and I think due COVID, it was basically impossible. They, 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 they What happened? They, they basically how much, ran out of space. How, how much yeah. more can this pandemic take? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted one last taste of that cheesy bread and chocolate mousse. Nothing in between but those two things. <laughs> 
Now, I know you both tried. Which I, 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 I had a very young child at the time, so I didn't even try. But you guys tried. I think we you tried to get out shot. to the, the Villa Wood one or something like that, but uh, that was not, <laughs> not going to happen. No, no, we were trying to go to the Christmas Island one. Yeah, um, I was going to say, it's either Villa Wood, uh, Silverwater or Long Bay. Um, <laughs> all right, and Phil, what have, you, what have you started with? So I started with the uh, the Smoke and Mountie as well. Uh, very, like, initial impression is a is a pretty solid stout flavor i was expecting it to be very rich mm-hmm. anything i've had before that's like maple syrupy or bacony or something like that tends to really whack you whereas this is i'm finding even though it's a stout's full bodied it's quite easy drinking um Definitely. so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna mm. keep cracking through that and then uh just as just as you were talking about drinking both beers at once tristan i cracked the can because of the satisfying sound it makes I've had a little sip of the Queensland ale and uh, yeah, initially um, just a classic golden ale kind of, kind of, kind of sensation on the first sip, but uh, we'll see how she goes as, as we count down our favorites. I can tell you the Queensland ale is bloody brilliant. And I'm saying that because for a number of reasons, one, obviously you guys know, I've gotten into my hazies lately. I've gotten into my stouts, I've gotten into my fancies and we've talked about this before, but the fact that I'm just opening you know, just a classic golden ale. Um, it, it, it's they've mixed the flavors right. The balance is good. It's just good when you just yep. you've had a long day and you just want a clean, refreshing beer. This golden ale is tickling me in all the right places right now. So it's a great place to start. I mean, thank you for that imagery. <laughs> but on that note, I've I've started to give myself this little bit of a challenge, where would I have this beer with my dad? And uh, you know he, Ooh, I be, like that. he would be turning his nose up at some of these you know more you know, exuberant flavors, and uh, you know when it comes to something like this, this is the kind of one you'd be able to go, "Hey, mate, grab yourself one of these from the fridge," and he'd be going, "Oh, that's pretty good." Um, not quite so much the smoking Mountie, I reckon, although I'm certainly enjoying it. Yeah, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna really like the Queensland ale. It's just, it's, I'm, I really, I, yeah, I, I don't have many words for it because it's just. Sometimes when you just feel like a not, as we said, it's a cold, refreshing beer. But you know that that also doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be great. But this one, I know that it's one of their most popular um, beers. I think it's been there since their beginning, and I can tell why. It's just they've got it right in this one. Fantastic! Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've I'd opened be, mine now. It's great. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd say it's a slight. Like I, there was an era in my life where where the thing I was drinking most of all was uh, James Squire's Gold Nail. Oh yeah, uh, many many years ago because that that was a favourite, and so I, that would be my go to beer at every pub. And this is basically like that, but a little bit upgraded. Yeah, agreed. a little bit more fruity, a little bit more easy drinking. So like, basically, you take a, a James Squire's Gold Nail plus one. Yeah, out, by, out out on the out on the Brown Snake Brisbane River with your boys, knocking back a six pack of this one. Get in, and it's, it's floral too. It's got it, that. Oh, yeah, it's really lovely. Yeah. It's got yeah. wattle seed in it, and it's it's also you know we're used to those standos two two plus standard drinks. This one's <laughs> one point seven. So uh, as we've always said, you're actually getting sober the more you drink this. It's it's, <laughs> it's the bender approach. Honestly, yeah. un- under five percent. What is this? Might as well be drinking water. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. I was so sure that I would just immediately go, oh, yeah, smoking Mountie, bacon maple. This says this has got ads I've written all over it, that most of my list is around the sort of Canadian side. But now, having had a few sips of this, and, yeah, it's a, it's a different, it's a much more laid back, step back, just gentler session brew. Um, I'm starting to wonder maybe this one's my favourite over here, the uh, the Queensland. So, anyway, I'm in, a, I'm in a bit of a... 
quandary. Yeah, you had your lips around the Canadians. Now you got your lips around the Queenslanders. So yeah. pick a side, bro. All right, well let's let's get into our list while we while we consume <laughs> our drinks. Tristan uh, moved on from that so fast, so I couldn't <laughs> cut in with one of my one of my classic ad, adzo mouth jokes. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's carry right along. All right, so we're, we're going to count down our top three pe- th- top three Queenslanders or Canadians that we'd love to share a beer with. Uh, I'll start, yep. and I'm going to start with uh, the man himself. Uh, I believe he was born in Townsville. His name is known. He was born as Julian Paul Hawkins, otherwise known as Julian Assange. Wow! Uh, and you know, it's not that I'm necessarily. This isn't a hero of mine. It's not someone I really actually know that much about. But uh, if you're going to sit down and have a beer with someone and listen to some interesting stories, I mean, shit. Wouldn't you just want to, you crack, you you buy a case of this golden ale, you sit down with this man (laughs) and you just go, dude, tell me everything. Yeah, Aliens real? His childhood home in... And Magnetic Island. I've been to Magnetic Island, and that's all anyone can say is like, you know, Julian Assange comes from here, right? I'm like, <laughs> okay. Now, I, I also had Julian on my list, so I'm gonna like, I'm gonna bump that in favor of another uh, Canadian. But I love that idea. Mm. I love the idea of sitting down for a for a beer with Julian Assange, just going, tell me, mm. tell me before they take it all away. I, yeah. I have to, I have to know. So yeah, it's, great it, pick. It's almost like with a lot of people, there'd just be a few specific questions you want to ask them, but the statement to Julian Assange would be like, just tell me everything. Everything. Tell me everything that you have seen, everything that you have experienced, and then 12 beers in, tell me about Sweden. (laughs) Right? Just tell me about Sweden. So true. So true. All right, let's skip. We didn't want to raise that up front, but just tell us what what happened. Now let's get you into know, the nitty gritty. Like, that's right. yeah, are you that's really right. an asshole? Yeah. Which, which, by the way, that statement is basically everything that's wrong with humanity. The fact that that's even a question, given everything that he's seen. But uh, I know. But here we are. When you're 12 beers in, that is the question. <laughs> you always come back to the Sweden after 12 beers. <laughs> 100. Oh, uh, gold. All right, um, Phil. How did it to you, mate? Look. Um, So I hit a real dilemma because being from Queensland, I really wanted to go hard on Queensland for this one. I wanted my top three Queenslanders to have a beer with, and I sat down uh, to write down my top three, and it just came out as Anastasia Palaszczuk, Anastasia Palaszczuk, Anastasia (laughs) Palaszczuk, and then I thought, that's okay. I'll just cross two of those out, and I'll go with four, five, and six, and it came out as Anastasia Palaszczuk, Anastasia (laughs) Palaszczuk, Anastasia Palaszczuk, because I just like winding Tristan up. And you are, uh, you are. there's there's nobody that he hates in this world as much as Anastasia Palaszczuk. So I would have a beer with her and yeah. I would ask if she knew a man named Tristan Friedman uh, <laughs> from his constant rampaging comments on LinkedIn. Uh, because of this problem, I actually pivoted across to Canada and I'm really Good. glad that you went with a dead serious one to start with, Tristan, because my number three is Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. Well yep. done. Yeah, Absolutely. And to be honest with you, I'm having a beer with her. I'm not sure there'd be a lot of conversation. I'm not. I'm not sure I would even be able to speak. Um, Tell me about Sweden. (laughs) I just, I just, I just want to be in the room with that woman. She was, she was very special to me in my youth. Yeah. So uh, you know, just, just the opportunity to even be across the table from her, even if I couldn't get a word out of my mouth. Yeah, uh, Pamela. Wow. I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize she was Canadian. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Neither did I until I started Googling. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't Googling famous Canadians. I was Googling who would I most like to motorboat today, but... You know. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. I'm just trying to think of... I'm trying to think of the, the search history of Phil... He didn't know that Pamela was Canadian, and yet somehow he stumbled onto Pamela Anderson. So yes. uh, I, that could have gone. That there could be any number of combinations that get you to that 100%. point. Hundred percent. Sometimes it's just googling Pamela Anderson. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a yeah. long, convoluted process. We don't need to get Assange in on this. That's my you point. Jump on Phil's laptop and just type P into the URL and see what pops up. <laughs> That's exactly my point. He just he probably just went straight in and said, "How often are you used Google searching Pamela Anderson, bro?" In the words, the next thing that I googled was the YouTube clip of Vince Vaughn on Wedding Crashes saying the famous words, "I'm not about that." I'm all about the hell out of that. <laughs> uh, well, that was a immature pick, but I still respect it. So, no, it's welcome. Great. yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Now, I actually found this was a bit of a tough list. Um, I was thinking about you know Canadians I would like to share a beer with, and there are some incredible Canadians. Um, but I really had to stop and think: who would I actually like to have a beer with? Let's focus on that. Ryan Reynolds, Will Arnett, you know, love them both, but I don't know that they'd hold good beer banter. I don't know, but you know who I def- who definitely would? My number three pick, John Candy. Now this man, oh, nice. this man yes. was in so many of my favorite movies growing up. Blues Brothers, Spaceballs, National Lampoon's Vacation, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He not only shone brightly, he was always fantastic, but then he also rubbed shoulders with even more of my favorite stars of that area. So I want to sit down with him. I want to talk about how much gear Belushi was on in Blues Brothers. Was Chevy Chase really a real asshole? I want to hear about Mel Brooks, Ivan Reitman, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd. I want to hear about his life growing up, the golden era of Saturday Night Live. He was only 43 when he died. Mm. I would have loved to have that beer before he went. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And in theme of uh, our our countdown and in theme of... Of our smoke and mounty, smoky bacon and maple ale, uh, he died while shooting or just after shooting Canadian, Canadian bacon. bacon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Dad's John so Candy. Full circle. Well yeah. done. <laughs> that's one of the features of the pod. We like to go full circle when we have these conversations. It always I makes. I thought you were going to do that with Pamela Anderson because she can smoke my mounty. <laughs> oh dear lord! Okay. I mean, I was asking for that. I was asking for that. Anyway. It's funny too. I'm a- I've actually started thinking about it, and I'm like, actually, you would have a thousand questions for her. <laughs> Very interesting. But yeah, whether I could speak any of them is another thing altogether. <laughs> uh, great pick, Adzo. Yeah, great, great pick. Oh shit! I just dropped my beer. Oh no! Sorry for that small interlude. Uh, I did spill. Sadly, and I apologise. Although uh, I will be sending the cleaning bill uh, to you, Ross. Uh, I did spill half my smoke and mounty, smoky bacon and maple ale uh, on the carpet. And I have to say, um, in, t- in terms of a beer that you don't want to spill on a your carpet, house. <laughs> a smoking, my, my studio now is filled with the aromas of smoky bacon and maple. And I've got two, uh, my, my kids, we just got two cats for my kids. And they are circling like sharks in water. <laughs> so I'm now recording a podcast with my feet on uh, a bunch of towels and toilet paper and pushing cats away so that they don't start drinking the sweet, sweet nectar within. And welcome back to the Two Drunk Kittens podcast. 
<laughs> All right. I think we were up to uh, we're up to number two, and yep. um, I am now switching from uh, Queensland, the Southern Hemisphere, to uh, the Northern Hemisphere. And uh, this one's a little bit controversial because it involves uh, some underage drinking. But uh, my number two, uh, either Canadians or Queenslanders that I'd like to share a beer with, is the entire cast or the entire characters. I don't really care too much about the cast. The characters of Degrassi Jr. Wow. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Sorry, guys. Nailed it. Or Degrassi yeah. High. But really. What about Next Generation? Do you, do, have you watched no, Next Generation? No, Are we going no. back to like Joey Jeremiah and of Spike? And, yeah, okay. Spike and wheels and you yeah. name it, uh, the zit remedy. Um, yeah. I this I, I don't know about you boys, but for me, Degrassi Junior High was the reason I watched afternoon television. Uh, it was, was always the highlight. Just Caitlin from Degrassi Junior High was the only reason to watch TV in the early nineties. I wanted to be friends with them. I wanted to be. At their school, it was awesome. Uh, you know, this yeah. coming from a, you know, the idea that this, these cool co-ed schools existed where you could wear whatever clothes you want to. Coming from a, you know, a, a, a boys' school where we're under strict uniform rules. Yeah. Um, but really, they all, had their, their, they all had troubles. They all had problems. It wasn't like this, you know, free and easy, nothing goes wrong kind of high school experience that we'd gotten used to growing up in all the other TV shows. Like these were people that were having, you know, I wanted to share a, uh, an eating disorder with some of these guys. You know, I wanted to share some self-abuse. <laughs> this is what I wanted to get out of this show. You know, it, it was amazing. It really, it held up a mirror to what actual teen life really was like. And unlike, uh, <laughs> unlike so many teen dramas and uh, teen uh, teen movies, particularly from the US. I think they actually were of age yeah, uh, actors. Yeah, they were young and many of them ugly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's why it felt so real. Uh, so mm. if I could if I could be the, uh, I wouldn't want to be the creepy guy, but if I, want, if I could be the cool guy who just bought them all some illegal beers at the, at the local <laughs> bottle-o and just sat down and said, hey, just tell me about what school's like, um, that would be it. <laughs> I know it's I know it's going it's to some creepy, creepy <laughs> weird areas, but come Are on. Are you the janitor at Degrassi? Is that how you meet these kids? <laughs> all I want to do is just bring. The, I just, you're, you're not hearing me right. I I'm want hearing to use all too clear. Alcohol as a way to cut, let them come to, into my janitor basement. The children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just Tristan. There's just any sentence that starts with "I don't mean to sound creepy, but I want to buy those children some beers." <laughs> <laughs> Just not going anywhere any of us want to be. Um, All right, well let's let's you do number two before the, I, I throw myself in deeper. I think Go you Phil. already. I think you already did a number two there, Tristan. <laughs> uh, the age gap between us is showing there, boys. Degrassi went straight over my head, um, but I know my my older sister liked it very much. I was too busy watching uh, Spellbinder on Channel Nine. Oh, and classic. To, to anyone who who doesn't know that show, uh, which has not aged well, uh, have a little have a little gander on YouTube as I did some time ago, and I was like, my word, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's so nineties. Um, so my number two, uh, getting back into to serious serious but silly territory, is uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love Jim Carrey. Yep. Yeah, um, he was a serious contender for my list, but he didn't make my three. But so yeah. please continue. Yeah, and and I'm really torn between which Jim Carrey I want to show up because you know he's he's gone down this, cable guy, he's, always no, he's, cable guy. He's he's really guy. gone down a deep spiritual rabbit hole as a human being at the uh, at the moment. And he's like he's like a mini Buddha. 
in many yeah. ways. And so I kind of want to meet that version of him. You boys know how I operate, and I think that would be really interesting. And yet, I just want to meet Ace Ventura. Uh, yeah, we I all want to meet, meet Ace. Ace Ventura. And I get where yeah. you're coming from with from Cable Guy, but Ace Ventura, uh, particularly when Nature Calls, was just that was my childhood movie. <laughs> I loved that movie so much. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Nobody said anything about a bat. <laughs> and so I want him to show up in that Hawaiian shirt with that haircut and just be Ace Ventura as I have a beer with him. Yeah. Um, get in. See, the yeah. problem I have with that pick, uh, if, I, if we're going to get a little technical here. Yes. Phil, yes. Um, see, I specifically said I want to buy beer for the underage um, characters of Degrassi. I was really Jr. hoping we could move on. I know. I know. But the point I don't is, know why you would bring that up again. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> the point is the characters are Canadian, whereas Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura, I believe is American. And my concern, I had Jim Carrey on my list too, but I didn't know him. that. Maybe for the same reason that Adam didn't have it is I'd be really, you know, there was a, there was Adam and I were actually at an event once where Hugo Weaving was at it. Yeah. And we were really excited. Holy oh, shit. This guy. is, you know, Agent Smith, Agent Smith. Right. And we were trying to crawl our way out of that conversation. He was like, no, speaking to no one at the bar and Adam and I are like, wow, it's Hugo Weaving. Let's go after- speak to him. Let's <laughs> be just like the movies. Yeah. And then it was not like the movies. We had to find an excuse <laughs> just to get out of there. So I, my concern sitting down and talking to Jim Carrey is, and which is always with anyone that you really admire from a celebrity point of view, is yeah, yeah. are they going to be batshit boring or crazy when you speak to them in real life? And yes. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to destroy. Yes, Ace Ventura. I would love to talk to Ace Ventura. Yes. That'd be awesome. And drink beers with. Amazing. So I, you know what? Let's just yeah. assume he was Canadian and he moved to Florida, and that's where. And that's a hundred percent. And yeah. and really, what I'm hearing from you, Tristan, is never meet your heroes. Never meet. Um, <laughs> You'd already be disappointed. And yet, on the technicality, I'm more than happy to shift it to Jim Carrey, the mad spiritual guru, because we could go down some rabbit holes. Exactly. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. True. No, great pick. Great pick, Phil. Great pick, Phil. Adzo. Okay. So. Okay. What can you say about my number two? For every reason, I would have a beer with John Candy. I absolutely can't say the same for my number two pick, Tom Green. But in the 2000s, yes, he yes. was. You took my one. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll give you my one. He was a massive hero of mine. The yep. Tom Green Show. Yep. Freddie got fingered. Even his role in Road Trip, which was one of my favorite immature college movies. Yep. But this guy is just nuts, you know. We saw his stand-up. Tristan and I went to see his stand-up at the Enmore Theatre about 10 years ago. Yep. He basically got half the crowd to leave by being so unbelievably obnoxious. And it was amazing. <laughs> amazing. I recently checked in with yeah. him. Uh, it turns out he's now living the nomad life out of a van, cruising from rest stop to rest stop, making content, making music in his van, experiencing North America in a very personal way from the kind of history he has to what he's been through, the cancer, the, the everything, his life crumbling down and building it back up. I want to hear more about that guy. And yeah. what more would you expect? And uh, oh, I yeah. listened to, he was on Rogan about a year ago, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's that It's like one. three hours long and I'm like, this could be six hours long. I'm still <laughs> yeah. listening because this guy's just fascinating. I have yeah. no rebuttal for that. That was yeah. that was perfect. And 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 road, <laughs> road Trip was the perfect, the perfect Tom Green moment. He was great um, in it. Moment, that, yeah. that movie, Feeding the Snake. Yeah, so good. Austin, so good. Austin yeah. Massachusetts. You mean Boston, Massachusetts? 
That's what I said, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, great pick. And um, God, we, yeah, he was a hero to Adam and I. And Absolutely. featured as himself in uh, one of my shows, favorite shows of late, Workaholics. So, um, oh, yeah. All, all nice. props, great. You see, you've stolen my one. Well, all right. Come I'm up with another one, real quick. All right. Let me quickly think. Uh, meanwhile, Enjoying the beer still, guys. I'm about to finish my Queensland ale and going to get onto what's left of my maple ale. <laughs> no, look, I, I have been drinking pretty much my smoke and Mountie, really enjoying it. I basically put the Queensland one aside because it's going to be the the cleanser, you know, because it's such a big flavor, the smoking Mountie. Um, but yeah, enjoy. Honestly, enjoying them both. I'm also finding with the smoke and Mountie that the the smoky. Um, edge of bacon taste is really starting to hit towards the bottom of the can. I don't know if that's just because the olfactory senses have been taking it in so much to the point that I'm starting to taste it now or whether whether there's just more bacon residue at the bottom <laughs> the of the por- can. The pork has started to settle. Yeah, it's just it's it's getting smokier by the sip and I'm really mm. liking that. Maybe it's just... It, maybe it's just um, filtering its way through the pores of my microphone from my, my, <laughs> my office and studio, which now smells basically of smoking bacon. I think it's entirely possible, and I love that the vegetarian household is smells like bacon. It's a terrible <laughs> I've, place to be. I've just <laughs> had another sip, and you're absolutely right. The lower you get to the bottom of the can, mm. the more it tastes like your fingers taste after eating a packet of cheese and bacon balls. Spot on. Yeah. Boom. Spot on. All right, I've come up with my number one. Anastasia, what were you doing? What? What? Let's have a beer. Let's just have a chat. That's all I want. I oh. I'll You're leaning a, in. I'll lean in. I, do, I don't this- hate her. I just want to have a conversation with her. I want to know. What I would love to know is, uh, no, I would love to have, this is the thing. I would love to have an honest beer with her. No videotaping. No, nothing can be conversed about outside of the room. We oh, come out. Yeah. We just talk. It's- I just want to know if, I think that she's an incredibly clever woman and, uh, and I think you. I think with politicians, you can only find out if they're genuinely, genuinely clever if you have mm. one-on-one private time with them. And uh, I want to get private with Anastasia. I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> okay. So there's just so many, like the the sequence that you went through there, mm-hmm. which was like at first the way that you were positioning it was like, no, no, no. I just want to have a beer with her. Like that's it. Just want to be in pub with Anastasia. And the way that your hands were moving were like a person who's about to get into a bar fight. Like we're already getting into that mode of like ready to argue. And then you've moved through to, but but I want a private sealed room and it's just yeah. two of us. No cameras. Because I, because I just want the, the, the truth about what was going on, which actually equates to one question, which is, did you do it all for the votes, Anastasia? At which point she says, yes, I did it all for the votes. And you're like, I knew it. Yeah, but the cameras are off, the door's locked, and he can just start hammering her. No, no, but at that point, he started to get quite sensual about it, so presumably he's now in private with Anastasia, and she's told him the truth, and uh, who knows what's happening there. It's the red rose room in The the Bachelor. I think, like, the bachelorette can give, like, the bachelor a rose and say, yep, I get to spend the night with you, and it's all, like, behind hidden doors. Look, either way... Tristan is wrestling with Anastasia Palaszczuk. We just don't know what the <laughs> intent behind it is. Uh, and listeners, just so you know, the context of this is that I, um, I, I actually don't have anything major issue with her in terms of general consensus. It's just that I worked in the tourism industry, so um, decisions have been made that have affected my career. Uh, so I just want to let you know that the context of my questioning isn't about a personal hatred 
It's got to do with uh, a more holistic view on how I think every state should be working together during this uh, this two years. So yeah, I would love to have your, some... your LinkedIn suggests otherwise, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that's why they say never drink in LinkedIn. <laughs> 100%, 100%. But this is this is the thing, right? And and when Tristan was having his thing last year about how much he, she was driving him crazy because she wouldn't open the border and all this sort of stuff, I just called up a few of my mates in Queensland and they're all like, we love the border, dude. Keep this place COVID-free. And I'm like, eh, she's a canny politician. She's yeah. just doing, she's just giving the people what they want. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the Queensland yeah, exactly. way. And honestly, pre-COVID, if you'd said to Queensland you can have a border to keep the Welshman out, I think they'd have probably said yes. So uh, <laughs> she was just waiting for a reason. Uh, uh, Phil, you're number one then. I'm excited. My number one is none other than uh, the world's favourite psychologist, Jordan Peterson. Oh, Ooh. yeah, okay. A controversial Ooh. selection. I mm-hmm. love Jordan Peterson. I just... Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing, and in fact, if I could, I would I would have that conversation as a, as a trio over a beer with him and his daughter Michaela. Oh yeah, um, I don't who, know anything about her. I uh, she's she's got her own podcast as well, and and is she also very... in high school? Maybe Tristan wants to go along. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid for Tristan, she's of age. Um, but but um, I hate you guys, she just <laughs> because because she obviously grew up with him, but she's got her own really like when you look back through her story of like wellness um, and all of the health issues she went through and then fixed it all with the carnivore diet. And as a classic meat eater myself, sitting down for a steak and a beer with the two of them. Wow. Um, and for me, I, I, you know, I know what you're saying, Adzo. It's a controversial pick. It shouldn't be a controversial pick. Oh, Any, sure. Anybody who has seen the contents of his lectures, they, they, it was never controversial. He is a polarizing um, figure, though. He he is, but it yeah. just on, only because the media has decided to make that yeah, the okay. case. He's 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 just an incredibly interesting voice, and I don't always agree with him. I probably agree with him about 70 percent of the time. But this is a guy who's gone deep in studies into Jung, into consciousness, into religion and history and all of this uh, stuff. yeah his, his stuff his his his, his biblical lectures yeah. are awesome yeah yeah, yeah where yeah. he actually kind of breaks down the psychology of yes. of of how you know essentially the, the the bible was used to stabilize the population and 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 all of his work in the work in the world of myth and story both mm-hmm. through the biblical lectures but also everything down to like you know disney stuff of like pinocchio and lion king and bits and pieces like this like the way he breaks down story and refers to these things i just think he is one of the most interesting thinkers of this generation and i could just listen to him all fucking day so right on um yeah, and 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 then she's got this incredibly interesting story of coming back to wellness through the carnivore diet and whatnot which i'd love to hear about as well so um yeah get the whole peterson family in. So you've gone full circle there as well. You got the bacon. You got the Canadian. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey. you nailed it. Just end there it end there, Phil. You've, That's you've right. nailed it. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Good night, guys. <laughs> Adam. Okay. Look, this one should have been obvious. Quite frankly, Tristan, I'm a little upset you didn't pick it already. But can I just say, Leslie Nielsen, amazing oh, wow. Canadian. Oh wow. Do I need to explain myself here? This guy gave us so much funny across even just two or three movies. We can completely forget that he started his career as a very serious leading man, ended his career as part of the Scary Movies franchise. Seriously, think for a second. 
airplane slash flying high, whatever you want to call it. One of the absolute funniest and most favorite movies of mine, the Naked Gun movies, Police Squad, all brilliant. His deadpan delivery has never, in my opinion, been bested, and his style is so fitted to my humor, I could just sink beers with a guy and laugh all day. Easy number one for me. I honestly didn't know he was Canadian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's, no idea. that's no, no arguments here whatsoever. That would be fabulous. Yeah, no no idea and a fantastic pick. Uh, again, I have no, no response <laughs> to it, my friend. Uh, well done. I was I was a bit worried you were going to go down the Steve Irwin, or at least the Irwin family path. Well, as, as, a mil- as a Victorian. Is Irwin himself born in Queensland? I thought no, he was he's born, born in Victoria. Him. He is born in Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. But I think Queensland have claimed it. You know, it's like <clears throat> Russell Crowe. We're claiming him as our own. Yeah. Like, you could say Keanu Reeves is a Lebanese actor, right? He's not. He's theoretically Isn't he Canadian. Canadian? Well, he was yeah. born in Lebanon. You know what? I also can't imagine anyone more boring to have a beer with. I love the guy. I think he's, you know, a great, great movie star. Seems <laughs> like a seriously nice person. Can you imagine sitting down with, like, what are you running <laughs> It's like, so how is Carrie Ann Moss? It's like, she's all right. She's all right. <laughs> what, what, what was what was Alex Winter like in Bill and Ted's? He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. Uh, basically, what I'm hearing is that, you know, Keanu Reeves is great, but he's no Anastasia Palaszczuk. <laughs> Definitely not. All right. Let's wrap it up. Um, this has been a fun conversation. So, um, uh, yeah, if you're new to the pod, we rate our beers on beards. Um, and, uh, and, and we do it out of five, um, the Queensland ale, I'll start with it's, I, I'm look, now I've started the smoke and Mountie of what, what's left of it. What's left of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's lovely. Yeah, it is. And I think I, I think I went in the right order. I think just, you know, that first, I know you guys did the reverse. I think that first dash of the Queensland ale, I'm going to give that a, I'm going to give that a 4.25. It's just a great you yeah. know, okay. beer. I could nothing wrong with that. And the smoke and Mountie of what little I've had, the Canadian smoke and Mountie, I'm going to give it a, a 3.25. Uh, it's not, it's probably not something I'm going to mm, have overly over, really over again. Not necessarily for me, but there's nothing particularly wrong with it. It's just uh, a very unique flavor. I, I did have a breakfast beer once uh, this year for the first time and I, and I didn't particularly enjoy it. I think this one is better. Um, and I think that this is definitely drinkable. And I, and I like that it's, I know it sound, I say only, but it's 5.8%. So it's not too heavy um but it's uh it is still got that sweet undertones and it, it's a bit smoky so you know I, i'm probably gonna have one of these max but the, yeah, okay. the, the queensland ales you're gonna turn that into a full sesh i reckon easy easy yeah. sesh I, I i sort of went a little bit along the same lines of you the smoke and mounty while i enjoyed it for its richness for its uh you know stout flavors uh i did find that the bacon was more of one of those artificial bacon smell and tastes uh, than, you know, your actual sizzling, snapping bacon in a pan kind of flavor. Um, still enjoyable, but yeah, I wouldn't return to it. I'm, I'm getting a little bit over it by the end of the first can. Uh, so I'm going to give it a three out of five. That said, the, yeah, like the Queensland Ale is really great. It's got, I was trying to uh, put my finger on what that lovely backdrop was and it's honey. It's like a rich honey um that goes through and then floral elements as well so it's a really light easy drinking beer if i had if i turned up to a party or turned up to a mate's place and i had you know a six pack of these in under my arm i'd be set for the night be very very happy so uh yeah i'm gonna give that one a four beautiful beautiful and for me the uh the smoker mountie started at a three 
Um, and as I'm nearing the bottom of the can, it has moved to a three and a half. And I would highly recommend anybody curious check it out. It's good mm. as a it's good as a single interesting beer, and it is curious and it tastes different as you go through the can. But it would definitely be one. So uh, it's gone from a three to a three point five, and then the Queensland Ale is just an easy four for me. It's a great gold nail. It's probably one of the better gold nails I've ever had. Yeah, and uh, yeah, smash through a six pack easy. Awesome. Well done, boys. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you to our friends at Bacchus Brewing. Uh, thank you, Canadians and Queenslanders, no matter where you are. We love you all. Uh, and uh, and please join us again next week when we're, we're probably going to get into some of the heavier stuff that we've uh, we've got in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget to check out uh, Bacchus Brewing at bacchusbrewing.com.au. They're in Brisbane. And for more information on us, check out thefreedmanpod.com. Or follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or we're not on Amazon yet, but uh, just just search the Freedman Podcast. Podcast.